Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of BBP News. I'm Nicholas Rod, and I am alone this morning. Chris cannot join us for this Friday morning episode, but that doesn't stop us. You know it doesn't. We have plenty of news to talk about, so we're here with another Friday morning episode. And before we get started with anything else, let's start off with the weather headed into this weekend, as we always do. In Los Angeles, California, it'll be mostly clear today with a high of 82 degrees and mostly clear skies throughout the weekend. In Houston, Texas, it'll be clear today with a high of 82 and clear skies throughout the weekend. In Chicago, Illinois, it'll also be clear today and over the weekend with a high of 65 today. And in New York City, a little different forecast with mostly cloudy skies today, a high of 66 and rain moving in over the weekend. But guys, I know I I promised uh, an update from the final score uh, from week three of the NFL because with the way I record the eye on the ball show, I don't get a chance to get those Monday night results, uh, in for my predictions. And I was wrong. I was wrong about this Cowboys giants game. Uh, I said that the giants would take this one 24. What I say 24 to 14 was my prediction. That didn't happen at all. In fact, it was almost the complete opposite result. Um, I didn't think that the Cowboys had a shot originally. I I didn't think they had a shot uh, in this game at first because like the, if you look at the first couple displays, the week one, week two displays, the giants were definitely the better team, way better of a team than the Cowboys were, but the Cowboys really came in and just kind of, I wouldn't say dominated things, but you know, they, they definitely took this win uh, pretty, pretty heartily. And at first for a long time, it was a pretty slow game. I think almost, almost a halftime. It was only six to three, really nothing had been happening. Just a lot of back and forth between the two of them. Um, but things heated up in the second half with the final score being 23, 23 to 16, uh, with the Cowboys coming out victorious. So a wrong prediction on my part. So it's a little bittersweet because This now means that the Philadelphia Eagles are on top in the NFC East with a perfect 3-0 start to the season. And so I'm happy about that. Giants 2-1 now behind the Eagles. I think the Cowboys are also 2-1 now with that win or 1-2. One of the two. I I can't quite remember off the top of my head um, their week two result, but What I can say is that the Eagles are alone at the top of the NFC East, so I am a very, very happy man about that. Um, But still a little little bitter because I got that prediction wrong. But what are you going to do? What are you going to do? My predictions, as we can tell, if you tuned into the Eye on the Ball show or keep an eye on my Twitter feed, it's definitely, my prediction skills definitely are a little shaky. A little shaky. But we're working on it. We're working on it. Um, so far my MLB predictions uh, at the time of recording are actually kind of neutral. There hasn't been a lot of movement in either direction on them, uh, except for the Yankees blue Jays one, which is currently tied at one game apiece as I'm recording this on Wednesday. Um, but 
everything else i'm still just kind of waiting on and we'll have to see how it goes but i'm very interested uh at my predictions this week and as always i will update on tuesday and i have the ball but no it was it was definitely an interesting game between the cowboys and the giants and i just definitely wanted to get that update out there but we do have news to get into so let's jump right in here and we start off with uh some information about the median household income in the united states and in 2021 the annual median income in the United States decreased. And this has been happening for the past two years in a row now. These income numbers are coming from a new report from the Census Bureau, and it shows us a lot about how American households survived. The median U.S. household income was $70,800, and that is less than in 2020 when it was $71,186. Now, the Census Bureau says even though these amounts are technically less, it isn't really statistically different. People on the West Coast had the highest median income at $79,430 a year. The median income in the Northeast was $77,472. The Midwest median income was $71,129. And in the South, where the median income was the lowest, it sat at $63,368. The poverty rate was higher as well, 11.6% in 2021. That is equivalent to 38 million people in the United States that live in poverty. The poverty rates have decreased for people under the age of 18, but have increased for those 65 and older. The Census Bureau says that the greatest contributors for taking children out of poverty were Social Security income and the child tax credit. The report also found that the total number of people working full-time increased from 106.3 million in 2020 to 117.4 million in 2021. The median income for full-time and part-time workers also increased 4.6%, and women earned 84% of what men did, which did not change between the two years. You know when you are comparing flight prices and you think you found a great deal, then you forget about all of the surprise fees and everything else that's tacked on later, and then it is not such a great deal in the end after all. Now, the federal government basically wants all of that to stop by having all travel agencies include all fees on the airline ticket price so that it is there the first time you see it on a booking website. That includes luggage fees, selected seating, and extra legroom. This will all be calculated on a passenger-specific itinerary before you buy. That way, you can actually shop around and actually find the best deal available. The White House and the Department of Transportation have proposed a new rule that would include all U.S. air carriers, foreign carriers, and carriers flying through the U.S., along with all third-party sellers, including Meta search sites. The rulemaking process does take a long time, so this is not something that's going to happen overnight, but the first step is to begin the public commenting period, which started this week. 
The U.S. stocks extended their decline Monday, and the Dow Jones Industrial Average slid into a bear market territory. This reflects investors' concerns about the pace of global economic growth and the price of the central bank's efforts to slow inflation. The Dow's decline of 329.60 points, or 1.1% to 29,260.81 points, marked its fifth downtrading day in a row. This move put the Dow Jones Jones into its first bear market, defined by Wall Street as a drop of 20% or more from a recent high since the early days of the pandemic. Meanwhile, the S&P 500 fell 1%, hitting a new 2022 low, and the Nasdaq Composite slid 0.6%. Now, You might be wondering what's causing this, what's causing these conditions, what's causing these slips. Well, it started with last week's interest rate hikes by the Federal Reserve and the indications by the Fed chairman that more aggressive hikes are coming in the future. And it continued Tuesday with the complete freefall of the value of the British pound after the new prime minister announced a new tax cutting agenda. And when it comes to the conditions of the market, we will continue to update you as important information comes out. In a bombshell interview over the weekend, Denver Riggleman, a former GOP lawmaker and intelligence officer who served on the January 6th committee staff, alleged that the White House switchboard connected a call between someone inside the White House to the phone of a rioter on January 6th, 2021. The call allegedly lasted only a few seconds, and the reported recipient of the call says he doesn't remember receiving that call. In response to Riggleman's interview and allegation, January 6th committee members say they are well aware of the call, and they are cautioning the public not to overreact to one specific piece of information and evidence when there are thousands of pieces of evidence that have been collected thus far. Now, Riggleman does have a book titled The Breach, written about his time working on the January 6th committee that was released on Tuesday. This book is an unauthorized book, and its publishing was, quote, a shock to committee members who said Riggleman only had a, quote, limited role on the staff. The book is not endorsed by the January 6th committee, and Riggleman says it is a, quote, behind-the-scenes look from his perspective on the investigation so far. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan says that the U.S. has warned Russia that it would face, quote, catastrophic consequences if it uses nuclear weapons in Ukraine. Quote, we have communicated directly, privately to the Russians at very high levels that there will be catastrophic consequences for Russia if they use nuclear weapons in Ukraine, said Sullivan during several interviews. Sullivan went on to say, quote, we have been clear with them and emphatic with them that the United States will respond decisively alongside our allies and partners. We have communicated to the Russians what the consequences would be, but we've been careful in how we talk about this publicly, end quote. Now, we reported in last week's show that Russia's President Vladimir Putin made a not-so-veiled threat at using nuclear or chemical weaponry against Ukrainians after Russia has been suffering embarrassing losses in several key areas. Putin said at the time that he was, quote, not bluffing. However, at this time, he has not done anything of the sort. 
Now getting into rapid news, Cuba has legalized same-sex marriage in a historic referendum for the nation. Also, there were 17 killed and 24 injured in a Russia school shooting by a gunman with converted pistols and a shirt with, quote, Nazi symbols. But now we get into good news, and my story for today is just a very, like, warm-hearted, very touching story that I wanted to share with you guys. And it surrounds a girl in England, a seven-year-old girl, Harriet, who has been effectively treated for cystic fibrosis. Now, cystic fibrosis is a very, very just intense disease, I guess I'd classify it as, or, or, or you know, describe it as. Um, it's one that affects the fluid production throughout the human body and can lead to many different issues including constant infection in the lungs along with other problems diabetes immune issues so on and so forth and harriet was diagnosed very young with this disease and for the first seven years of her life it was a very hard time uh, she had coughing fits all throughout the night uh, she could barely keep up with the other kids in things like you know dance uh, swimming soccer whatever else she had a very very hard time keeping up because of those coughing fits and because of all the other symptoms of cystic fibrosis but but her mother, along with several other parent, parents with children with this disease, petitioned to get a treatment on England's National Health Service, uh, which basically helps get different medical services at a reduced cost, if any costs at all. Uh, and they fought to get two different drugs that help to treat this disease uh, on the service and eventually they were successful in this the government did eventually add them and the first one didn't really have any effect Harriet started taking that one uh, in 2021 with really just no effect her health actually continued to decline during that time to an all-time low uh, with her lung capacity sitting at about 67 percent but when the second one was added and they got a hold of it, it completely changed uh, her entire well-being and, you know, her entire health status. Her mom said that at one point she had a 10-minute coughing fit and then just never had one again. She's been able to sleep. She's been able to keep up with the other kids. She has her immune system back. Uh, she's just an all new person now. She's running around. She's happy. She's back home. She doesn't have to stay in the hospital for long periods of time. It's just been what they're calling a miracle drug for her. And it's just a very, very major ray of light and ray of hope for the future of kids that do get this disease because it is such a serious disease and such a serious condition that doctors warn parents uh, to be emotionally aware and uh, prepared for their child to pass away before the age of 10 uh, it, that's how painful it can get and how bad it can get um, but if this medicine continues to go around and this drug continues to go around it can really really have a chance at doing wonders for children all over the world whether it's in the uk the us uh, and many other places that have cystic fibrosis so just what a wonderful story. You have to love that Harriet's back at full strength, 
back to just feeling like a normal kid, not having to worry about these coughing fits, this reduced immune system, these hospital stays. Uh, her family gets her back. Her older sister is just ecstatic that she's back home and back to full strength. So just wonderful for that family and wonderful for everyone that does get to use uh, this treatment and does find success with it. I just absolutely love this story and I felt it was a perfect one to share with you guys. But that is the end of this Friday morning show, but we won't be gone for long. We are back here tomorrow morning with this month's, this October edition of good news because tomorrow is October 1st, of course. So we are back with that tomorrow, then on Sunday with a week ahead schedule, Monday with a roundup of the news weekend, and on Tuesday with an episode of Eye on the Ball. And the roundabout continues. But until tomorrow morning, you guys have a good start to your weekend. <laughs> <laughs>